0: what's up what's up everyone welcome back and it's time to make up your mind with me mandy and i have brandy marie king today say hello Hi. I'm so happy to have you here. You're always like such like a happy, positive light. Whenever I see you out, and oh my gosh, your 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 content is amazing, and you're so fucking funny. And we can cuss on here. You're fucking funny. Thank you. Honestly, I love your personality. My grandma might watch this, <laughs> so I cannot cuss, but you do your. Sorry, thing. grandma. She'll beat
1: me up, I, not you. I'm familiar with your grandma with the oh. scarf,
0: with the whole scarf.
1: Yeah. So. That comes with a cane on the side, and she always threatens me with it. I love (laughs) that you're, like, close to your grandma. I love it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. She's, like, like one of my best friends. It's so weird because she's 85, but she's telling me, did you see Kim Kardashian today? I didn't like what she was wearing. I'm like, Grandma, how do you know the news? Like, she gets all her information from TV, and she's up on it more than I am. I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. But you are, so to more, more about you, you are a content creator,
0: an actress, and a host.
1: Yes. Yes. I would say those are the top three. Okay. I mean, you know in this industry, we, are, we, we wear so all, many hats. Yeah. To survive. We have yeah. to do it all, honey. Uh-huh. We're here in LA, honey. Yes. Taxes are high. Um, <laughs> Rent. like A gas. Food, water. All everything. Of
0: it, breathing. You know, all of it. Right now, we owe $100 for breathing. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm so, so happy to have you here. And I would like to get to know you a little bit more, like your, your family life, how you got to LA, where you're originally from.
1: All of that jazz. Let's, let's yeah. get your listeners to figure out all okay. that for you. Well, thank you for having me. First of all, I just think the Make Up Your Mind, my mind was blown. I'm like, that's the perfect title. Makeup, me Okay.
0: Anyways. I love um, that. Thank you. I
1: appreciate that. Um, okay. So I guess we'll start with I grew up in Sacramento, California, okay. like super shy kid. Um, I was overweight. I. There's a scar on my um, stomach. When I was four, I had a diaphragmic hernia, which means when I was born, there was a hole in my diaphragm and my intestines were growing through it and wrapping around my lungs. So like as I got older and bigger, it would like constrict my lungs. So I would like run for two seconds and all of a sudden I can't breathe or like I have pains. I didn't want to eat. And um, that's life threatening? Yes. cat, My
0: cat has that, just so you know. Really? A diaphragmatic hernia. He was born <gasps> with it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. So when you said that,
0: I'm like, I know exactly what it is. Oh, my gosh. it's a little
1: bit different with a human. Yeah. Nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. All that to say, like, ever since I got out of the hospital when I was, like, five, I feel like my mom kind of was just, like, super overprotective of me. So I didn't do sports. I didn't do, like, the normal childhood things where, like, a kid learns to socialize and have teammates and exercise. So, like... She was just making sure I would like eat and be healthy, but it was like not and good. A baby deal.
0: She baby deal.
1: Yeah. And so it wasn't until like high school where I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of being teased, made fun of. Like, I need to figure out what causes weight, like getting in shape. I have always loved to dance, but I was always too shy. So, like, I went into classes and I joined the cheer squad. And then I feel like my life kind of just flip flopped. I was like the popular cheer girl. I had like 10 groups of friends. Like, so it was just so like looking back, it's crazy to see how like I could have just stayed like In that introvert. Shell. Yeah. Um, and kind of just pushing myself out like here I am today. And so after high school, I went to college. I went to UC San Diego. Um, that was like a huge culture shock. That's a huge party school. No, that's San Diego State. I'm the boring, smart
0: one. Okay, okay,
1: San Diego State. I was like, I want to go there. I know, right? Isn't it crazy? I got into the UC, but not the state. And like. It, I don't know, it was Whatever. Weird good for you. Good for you. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't,
0: you didn't like party, you know, you, you did Right, and I was act a
1: act. transfer student because my family was like, oh, don't leave, don't do this. They wanted me to just stay local. Everybody in my family just played everything safe. Yeah. So it was like, stay here, get a state job, don't do this, don't follow your dreams. They didn't say don't follow your dreams, but they kind of said don't follow your dreams. Like, it's too risky. So I said, mm, no, I'm going to stay in California, <laughs> but the furthest point. So I went from like Northern California yes. to the furthest Southern yes. point. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, I have no friends, no family out here. I was just depressed. I remember me and my roommate, we were both just, like, going through it, eating our feelings away. I'm the only one with a car. She'd have me drive to Wingstop. Hi, Santos. Um, <laughs> and, again, so as soon as I was, like, getting out of college or high school, like, you know, being active and having friends, I went back down to that, like, introvert of, Dang. like, you know, new college student, doesn't know anybody, eating my feelings, there was no cheer team, everybody look up your colleges, because I had no football team, and so I just thought, like, oh, I'll go do high school part two, like, I'm going to join the cheer, the dance team, and, like, there was none of that, because I just expected, like, my college to have a football team, yeah, Yeah, and it was so weird, so I was, like, regretting my choices, but I didn't want to transfer again, all this stuff, Um, so then I graduated college and i really wanted to be what was your
0: your degree
1: um media communications i wanted to be a news broadcaster amazing so i thought okay 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 and i had an internship (laughs) with nbc in san diego for like three days and when they wanted me there at 4 a.m and when i found out i didn't get hair and makeup. And I had to pick between a car crash or a kidnapping. I was like, "Mm, this is not what I thought. Like I wanted to do red carpets. I wanted to do like lively stuff. I'm like, this is so stressful and depressing. And I would talk to the anchors and they're like, yeah. And as soon as I get home, I go watch our competition to go see like what stories I need to do better next time. So I'm like 24 hour news. Like, you know, news is so depressing. It should just be called bad news. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't do this. So then I was like, I think the goal is that I just want to be in front of the camera. Like I want to perform. I want to entertain as a little girl. Did, like, you, you, did you do you knew that ever since you were a little girl? Yes, but I hit it because in my family, like I said, everybody had like just traditional jobs. Nobody had like any entertainment or like entrepreneur type thing so So you hit it so like I hit it because when when I said I want to act it it would like be laughable or like you can't do that you're not going to LA I wanted to be a dancer first because I have two cousins who are like amazing dancer choreographers like my cousin's first video was baby one more time Britney Spears that was his first music video so Jerry and Monique Slaughter like I looked up to them I was gonna say
0: must that you must have been inspired by that
1: yeah. And so I'm watching them at every award show and every music video. And I'm like, I'm, I am I want to do that. And so when I was in like dance and cheer classes and I would like mess around with the idea of like, oh, I'm gonna go to LA and do that. It would always be like negative talk. Like, no, don't do that. LA's full of sin. Like, Basically, they just made L.A. like a really bad place and made me think that, like, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. So I just started believing that, like, you're right. I don't need to do that. I'm going to miss my family, all this stuff. But once I got away and went to college and started realizing, like, OK, I can do
0: this. So it's almost good. I just want to stop mm-hmm. you there. It's almost good that it didn't have a cheer squad. Yeah. Do you think Do you think you still would have ended up in L.A.?
1: Um, that was always the goal. But there's so many, like... Things in between that, like, kind of pushed me to L.A., like negative things. What, was, that, what were those? So if you don't mind sharing. No, yeah. So I was in a relationship in college. It was long distance. He was in Sacramento. I was in San Diego. And so, of course, after I graduate, it's like, oh, I want to go home and be back with my boyfriend. But what I should have done is move straight to L.A. Because when I went home to Sacramento, we had kind of like just it was an OK relationship, mm-hmm. but it wasn't flourishing. And Um, then, so my dad, I lived, I went back home, lived with my dad. I couldn't afford to get a place. I couldn't even get a job. And he put this timer on me. That's like, you need to be out within a year, basically like living on your own. And I had been in a on-campus apartment on my own, but like, I couldn't sustain an apartment without a job. So I was kind of like, (laughs) what do you want me to do? So I would get little jobs here and there, but again, nothing enough to like cover rent and like fully be on my own. And then next thing I know the timer's up and he's like you need to be out and I'm just like are you serious like okay and my mom she lived in a one-bedroom apartment I couldn't fit there like there was nobody else to really live with so my friend Isis offered like if you need to stay with me she had a one-bedroom apartment I ended up staying on her couch Isis for bringing on clovers oh my gosh I was like, you know <laughs> <laughs> like the I clovers <laughs> yes it's her cousin I'm sorry um, I had to I had to <laughs> Stop me because I'll keep rambling. No, it's okay um, So, ISIS. Yeah, so okay. I stayed with her and that's when the relationship started falling apart. Um, all of a sudden he wants to move to San Francisco. And I'm like, for what? Like we said we were gonna move to LA together. Okay. And, like oh, so out. that was kinda like your ticket
0: to have a place to get to get to LA to afford it. You're gonna be with your boyfriend.
1: Um, no. He well, we just thought it would be together. Like when oh, I was ready. Yeah, but yeah. now he's trying to go. Thank back God, the thank opposite you, boyfriend,
0: <laughs> because look at you now, honey.
1: Wait, just wait. <laughs> so <laughs> then my family's dream came true. I applied for this, like, state job, you know, big salary, college graduate. The job I had been applying for for, like, over a year and just could not get it. I get that job. I quit two other jobs I had, and it was just like, wow, I'm going to move out, ISIS, get my own place. I have this job. Right after I quit my other two jobs, they were like, oh, we've made a mistake. Like, we're actually not picking you for this position. You don't have enough experience. Mind you, I had three in-person interviews. And it was just like, how can you do that? I just quit jobs, all this stuff. So that was, like, number one, like, just shut down. Like, I cannot believe this. I'm back to square one. Why did I go to college for? Seriously? Then my boyfriend shows up on my friend's doorstep to break up with me. That was two. Then I wake up the next morning and my car was broken into. And since I was staying with her, I was basically living out of my car. So I had a bunch of clothes, She was like a lot of things in my car. And they stole all of that. So I was like. It's like a
0: clean slate,
1: honey. F this. I'm leaving tomorrow. So basically, like in a week, oh, wow. I packed up. Everything I had no job, no plan, no nothing. But luckily, I had one cousin out here, and she called and she was like, Hey, my roommate's moving out. I know you so wanted perfect. to move to LA, and I had just enough to like cover first month's rent. Wow, and so yeah, I packed wow. up the car and came to LA, and I have been back since. And how long I mean, how- I visited home, right, right, but right, I'm right. saying, like, how-, how, long, how-, how long have you been here? That was life? six years ago. Six or seven That's amazing. Ago. Yeah. Okay, so you get to L.A. Get to L.A., and then I'm like, oh, crap, what did I just do? Like, yeah, it's like so real, real. life. I couldn't afford rent in Sacramento, but I'm going to come <laughs> afford rent in L.A. Like, that didn't make pay, any pay sense. Pay a mortgage
0: for a 500-square-foot yeah. apartment.
1: <laughs> yeah, so my friend Ty, he was working for this show, Judge Faith, at the time. Mm. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, the Judge Judy's, all those judge shows, they're real cases, but, but like. they're fake people. No, they're real people. Well, some of them are actors. Yeah. Okay. I think you know maybe more than I do. (laughs) But, like, so my job was to go to the courthouse and look through cases that are, like, real and then, like, pitch to the show. Select them for the show. Cool. Right. So I was doing that at the Inglewood Courthouse. Did not know much about L.A., so I'm driving from to Luca Lake to Inglewood, every day looking through court cases with the people that did not want to keep pulling files for me because yeah. of all these huge paper files yeah. that was my first job um then my friend Fu he just passed away oh, um he got me a job with this staffing company called Optimist which like their number one client was Nike so now I was at Nike events like for shoe launches that's or good, just so you're like meeting people right and I was like okay I can get with this I was getting free shoes free clothes you No, know, I love my tennis shoes yeah, yeah and then I just I don't know I kept going in between all these jobs and I found out like that's kind of what LA does yeah. but I wasn't used to that and I was like going crazy like I have this job Monday this job Tuesday yeah. going crazy and then fast forward um I was the only friends I had. Randomly enough, were like the Wayans brothers and their family and like nephews and cousins. Not a bad family to be connected to. Yeah, you know that's another story. Um, I met them in Sacramento when I moved out here and didn't know anybody. I was like, hey, and we all used to go to Runyon like every morning. I got back in shape, and then uh, they took me to a Super Bowl party at Lamorne's house, and I've done his makeup.
0: Lamar and Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I did his. I did his makeup
1: like, that's like four, four years ago.
0: I did his makeup. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: so. crazy. You said that. I just. I'm sorry, I just remembered right now. I'm like Lamar Lamor? brings people together. Yeah, camp. yeah. What a trip. Okay. What well, shout out? What yeah.
1: So I was at his Super Bowl party, and at the time, I didn't know I was like around all the people that would be my friends now, mm. like Daystorm Batch, my boyfriend Wes. Like they were all there. And, like, huge viners at the time. I wasn't on Vine. I didn't know anything about it. I'm just over here being a PA one day and, you know, a staffer the next day. And um, Wes approached me and was like, do you want to do videos? We shoot videos. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you, what's your job? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what's your job, though? And he's like. We're, we're influencers was not the word because that didn't exist Concretors, yet huh? something yeah we just shoot videos skits, or skits. Yeah, yeah. yeah so i was like uh okay so on a day off i went and they had me make a vine account that day and i did like i swear like 20 because you know they were only six seconds back then so i, I was never like,
0: joined vine man
1: oh wow, i should have i should have dang but it yeah. was fun while it lasted i was on there for like six a second, month
0: six second videos yes so it's like, how are you going to capture?
1: So Honestly, that was so much harder than doing like a one Bills. minute skit because you had to like cut out so much fat to get to the root of the joke. It's like, if you can think like that, like you're so talented. I still never even like perfected that. Um, so, yeah. Fast forward again. I'm doing that for so like did your vine like take off. Uh, Yeah, I would say in a month it got to like 60,000. Or actually less, because they were tagging me back then before Mr. Algorithm. Like, it was so... I wouldn't say easy, but it was more natural. It's like, you like this person, they're funny, it keeps popping up. Okay. It was in chronological order, you know, like... And there wasn't everybody in the world trying to do it. So it was like, you really stand out with, like, whoever you were shooting with that style of comedy or, like, whatever the, the genre was, um... And then so I'm like, oh, my gosh, cool. Like, I have these followers that I didn't even know I would care about. And then <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, we're we're protesting Vine. We're not going to do that anymore. And I'm like, what? And then Instagram just came out with the 15-second video. So everybody was like, oh, my gosh, we have double the time. And we're going to do our videos here now. Mm-hmm. And then so we all switched there. And while all of that is going on, I got laid off from, like, my one steady, like, full-time job, which is in-house PA for, like, this production company called Pretty Bird, which Pretty Bird. was terrible. <laughs> I can't wait to reveal them one day. Um, <laughs> That's another conversation. Yeah, and so I was, again, depressed. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to move back home. I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to do this. Was that, like,
0: never an option for you?
1: Like, yeah. Like, never
0: moving back? I like, always no?
1: had heard, once I moved here, if you can make it a year, like, you'll make it. I heard three. Really? Yeah. Did it go up? I
0: I always heard, like... Like it's 10 years to make it in the industry. Yes, like you need that. to, like you need to put in your 10 year dues. Yeah. But I heard if you can stay, if you, if you could stay here, it might've been, yeah, like a year, a year to three years. Wow. Cause most people leave between that one to three year mm-hmm. mark.
1: Yeah. So, a so, trip. so you were out here for. That was probably around, I guess almost the one year, maybe like one okay. and a half year mark okay, um, so you you pretty
0: got you got past that one year.
1: Yeah, but then I thought, like, oh, I'm gonna have to move back again. Um, and then that's kind of like around the same time the influencer was born and people started getting brand deals, and that was more of like a common thing. Um, so while I while I was still looking for like office jobs and what I knew as a college graduate, I just wasn't getting it. With but my degree. social media, yeah, kept growing. So finally, I was just like, I'm going to stop putting in work to stuff I don't want to do, and I'm going to just go full force and, like, do this and focus on acting. I made up my mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. So what was, like, your first, like, big gig? Like, was it acting? Was it hosting?
1: Um, I would say my first brand deal where I was like, oh, my gosh, they paid me for this was with Ulta Beauty, and I, like, promoted a face mask. Amazing. And I was just, like, I can't remember. It was something like $1,500 or something. That's a good And I was just, like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, pretty much rent for a month. Right. And, like, because I was surrounded by people who were, like, really good at teaching you the game, like, Daystorm and West, they'd always be, like, make sure you can get enough that'll cover one bill – you know like cuz there's people that think i need $70,000 or i'm not doing it and then there's people that are accept it for free but you really got to like look at where you're at and not you know like lower your worth but like kind of think like do i really need this money right now even though they're lowballing me or can i just hold out a little bit longer so like that was the juggle yeah. for me at the time so i would say like i accepted things were that were too low. And then once I got comfortable, I was able to pass up things because it's like, I can wait for the next one because this is too much work.
0: I totally relate to that. I feel like the jobs that pay the most are the
1: easiest jobs, just from my experience
0: in interviewing. Mm-hmm. Like the jobs that are the Legit, actual, like pay yeah. pay the most, and it's like not that much work, honestly. Yeah, and then it's like the short films where it's like twelve hour days, and it's getting like one fifty for your kid to do makeup, what have you. It's yeah. like you're you feel like you're lowballing yourself, but it's like I always walk away with amazing opportunities and connections. With exactly, those you so either need like, to get
1: paid in experience or like actual money, right? So that right. I've done so many things for free just to like test the waters and like meet people, yeah, and get experience. So. That's worked out for me so far. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I wanna circle back, like rewind back to um I
0: I got the inkling that your parents weren't together because you said that your dad lived here yeah. and then
1: your mom had an apartment. Right. So
0: um how did that did that affect you as a kid, like with your mental health or anything, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah,
1: definitely. And I've learned how much like more recently I am in therapy. Now I've been in therapy for maybe almost three years. And it's been, like, the best decision ever. And I'm so glad, like, the pandemic has kind of brought mental health to the forefront and, like, <sighs> not made it, like, a scary, you're crazy type like of topic. Like, a negative
0: connotation. Yeah, I think, like,
1: everybody needs therapy. Like That's when I came
0: up with this concept was in the pandemic, during the yeah, pandemic.
1: Yeah, it's so true. So, um, yeah, my parents weren't together, like, even before I was born. So I wow. have an older brother who's 10 years older. They were together. They split up. Then 10 years later, they decide to get back together. My mom gets pregnant. By the time I'm born, they're not together. So I just grew up always in two different places, never feeling like I was, like, stable, I would say, because I was with my dad every other weekend, adjusting to his house and his rules and whatever, and then going back to my mom's. And, like, I always just felt like I lived out of a suitcase. Like you didn't have a home. Yeah, I did have homes like they were they were good parents, but the trauma around it that like wasn't talked about and kind of just like glossed over. Are like, you open to talking about some of those issues? Yeah, I would like just communication, um, like the toxic fighting in front of me, like arguing. It would be about me like, no, I I want her this weekend and or I want her on Wednesdays. But it's just like Hearing your parents fight about you like that. You felt like it was your fault,
0: maybe? Yeah, and
1: like I had to constantly choose. So it would be like, if I stay with my mom, my dad might get mad. If I pick my dad, my mom's gonna be lonely. No kid should have to go through that. Yeah, not thinking like that at all. There's one time I thought about running away. I made it to the corner and I was like, This is scary. I went back. I'm hungry. (laughs) Because you see step. it in movies and all these things and it just sounds like the thing to do. Yeah. It's like, go where? Yeah, what is kid. the plan? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But I was like, at least I tried it. I yeah, can say Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a rebel enough to, you know. Yeah. And I had, um, I had friends who had like divorced parents, but I always felt like, oh, well, they're. it's better for them. Not better, but like they were divorced. So it was like more of an official thing. So your parents were just separated. They were never together. Yeah, they were never married. Oh, so did you, so you feel like you had that hope that they would get back together? After watching The Parent Trap, yeah. I got some ideas where I was like, I'm going to get this back together. Um, And then I grew up and I'm like, yeah, this isn't happening. That's not going to happen. Um... And then also like my dad dating, my mom dating, that was its own thing where it's just like, I'd hate the new boyfriend or the new girlfriend. Like they could be good people, but it's just like, no, you're not my mom. So I'm not going to like you and I'm going to try to sabotage you. And then there would be girlfriends that of my dad's like I'd really like, and they were nice. But then I could see like, when I would talk about them, my mom would just like not be okay with it. So then I'm like, I can't talk about this. So anymore. you're like holding so many things in as a kid. Yeah. And like with nobody to talk to really. So I feel like I masked it a lot with like being funny or playing around or like just overworking myself. Like I had to have a job in high school. I did the cheer team, dance team. And I almost made myself so busy so that I wouldn't have to feel anything or like think about it. That was numbing it. for
0: you. That yeah. was like your drug mm-hmm.
1: was, was keeping yourself busy. Yeah. So that it would be like, oh, I can't go to dad's this weekend because I have to cheer. I have to do this so that I wouldn't necessarily be hurting anyone's feelings. It would just be like, oh, I have work or that's a lot a of pressure. Girl. Like,
0: wow. Like, I give I give it to you. Like, that's that's a lot of pressure as a child. So oh, I'm glad you, you got through that. Yeah, I really am. Like, that's thank that's amazing. You. Yeah. And you're very inspiring. Um, you. Do you think that this has it had issues with like your dating relationships?
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like because I've had to take care of myself so much, I'm almost too independent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't let people in to kind of rely on or, like, get close to me sometimes. Just like, no, you're just going to leave. And, like, if my parents aren't together, like, I don't know what a healthy relationship ever looked like. Yeah. So, like, I as soon as it got too close, I would just, like, retreat. it's not normal for you. It's not the norm. Yeah. I would only see it on TV and movies. And already that's fake. So it's just like comparing. I did a lot of comparing. Um, And I don't know. I would say just keeping the distance would be like the biggest issue. Just like not wanting people in. Because I don't want you... to to break my heart or to leave or to have to choose. Like it just made me think that like I would be under so much pressure. But
0: then also it may like have you longing for that.
1: Yeah. You know, longing Mm -hmm. for
0: what you didn't have, but Mm -hmm. it's like what do you compare it to because you didn't have it? Like that's a lot yeah you know because my parent my parents were married for 45 years Wow I knew nothing but that so I was like, mm-hmm. I want my parents to be together mm-hmm. I, I mean I want I want to be like my parents is what I meant yeah um, I mean i I remember like when my parents would fight, I would think they're gonna get a divorce. Like, mm. I would always think that, like, yeah. whenever they would fight, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to get divorced because, like, it wasn't common, like, where I grew up. I grew up Southern California, but it was, like, my parents were married and a lot of my friends' parents weren't. Yeah. It was very, very
1: slim Yeah, through. so you're on, like, the opposite. Yeah, I'm
0: on the complete opposite mm-hmm. side. So just, like, hearing you, it's, like, heart rate. I'm like, I could, I just, it's a lot for a kid, you know, yeah. if that's a lot. For a kid, it's yeah. like, you came out amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. You should be very, very proud of
1: yourself. Um yeah. And you're following your dreams. That's amazing. Yeah, me and my brother talk about it because he's, like, high up in law enforcement. And he's just like, we shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, with our parents and our upbringing, like, according to statistics, we should not be doing what we're doing. We should not have, like... Made it out this way, and I'm just like, dang, that's crazy to think but about. It's like it's you have true. that drive,
0: mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So something from your childhood, because your brother is the same way. It's like something you guys took something yeah. away to maybe, I don't know. I'm I'm just guessing. Like maybe you're putting work into your lives because you saw that your parents. Yeah, that was out.
1: one of the biggest motivators. Is I don't want to end up like that. So that was like my biggest push and like motivation to like not do what they did not have like a separated family kids at a young age that like, you know, you can't fully support, not regretting, not following your dreams. Like my family's so talented in like so many ways. And like, I just saw how they like always played it safe instead of, you know, taking that risk. One of my friends, Samantha, she's one of the biggest people that like always pushed me like go away to college, move to LA. So what you have to move back home. Oh, well, at least you tried. Like instead of sitting at home the rest of your life, I wonder if I would've went to LA or I wonder if I would've went like this. So that was also something it's like, you're right. Like, okay, I have to move back home. So what I got experience, you know, I did this. Um, I'm the only one to like go away to college. I mean, I have cousins and stuff that have now, but like my parents didn't go to college. My brother didn't go to college. Like, so I was the first to kind of like inch my way into like trying different things. And it really just took like a community. I'm like a very big observer. So I would see how people move or like, okay, they did this and it turned out like this. So I'm not going to do that. Let me take this advice. Let me grab a little bit from here and kind of just like make my own decisions based off of like other people's life lessons. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, I think it's more important, like
0: touching on like the college thing, what have you, Uh, I, am I'm like a huge believer in like, you don't need a degree Mm -hmm. to do anything, especially in this day and age. Like I dropped out of community college to go to makeup school and 10 years later, like I'm here holiday. like what, what, but I just think it's very important to leave your hometown. Yeah. Take yourself out of that comfortability, Mm -hmm. get to new, new, get to know new people and push yourself. Like you have to be, to get to a place where you want to feel comfortable, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we should always be
1: uncomfortable all the time because that's what keeps us growing. Yeah. Uncomfortability makes you grow and get out of your shell. And I, I will say, I don't think you need a degree, but the college experience was really more beneficial than even the degree. Yeah. So it. It got me out of my hometown. It got me on a schedule. You know, for the first time, there wasn't a bell telling you to go to class. Right? It you was could like, just you could make that decision if you want to go to that class today. Yeah, and then you learned the punishment after yeah, by getting total. an F and you're you paying. Yeah. So how about that? Let's yeah. just talk about <laughs> paycheck. <PhD. laughs> oh my gosh, where's Joel Byron with my student
0: loan payment? Joe Byron. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Okay, so. I saw that you were on the red carpet recently for, like, a couple of big premieres. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that and how you, like, what exactly you yeah. do and
1: if you're, like, with the company that does that? Oh, my or... gosh. I'm a red carpet addict. She's um, a red carpet host. <laughs> It's crazy. I, I, the biggest one of last year and the last one was Spider-Man, No nice. Way Home. That nice. was crazy. Um, it all kind of started, so I think one of the first big influencer things that happened was when a bunch of us went to Hawaii to shoot with Kevin Hart. For what now? And that was crazy because we literally had to go to him to film content because he was filming Jumanji in Hawaii. Wow. And like his schedule was so tight that like, he literally was just like, y'all gotta come to to me. Yeah. So... I And that was with, I think, uh, Universal Pictures. And so spending three, four days, you know, with like the whole marketing team and just learning how they work and what they look for in influencers and like what they expect. I really just learned like, okay it's not all just about numbers. Like you need to be professional, hold a relationship, you know, just like be a good person to work with instead of being like, I have a million, you should hire me. So Yeah, it's all about relationships in this yeah. industry. So I really learned a lot from them. And then so that was like a, a like relationship with Universal ever cool. since then. And then from there, other studios started working with me like Paramount. I did a couple trips with them to New Orleans and... Miami for different movies and then now like I have a bond with them and so I pretty much it's not a staffing company per se it's more so like I get direct invites from the studios they know I love movies I always talk about being an actress and like studying film so it's like movies will always be a part of like whether I'm in them or not I did movie reviews for a while on my YouTube um so yeah that's what a YouTube channel
0: make sure you guys all subscribe I know I need to <laughs> revamp it. I'm it's sorry. okay. It's yeah. okay. Um, so what do your parents have to say now to the whole oh, LA thing? Of course. Thing?
1: Now they're proud of you. they like, like take me to the premiere? Take me to the premiere. Yeah. I told them <laughs> they're not coming until it's mine. That's another thing. I'm like, oh. okay, I'm on these red carpets, but like, I got to go to my own red carpet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can't just keep For like, sure. hyping up everybody else. I mean, I can, but like, that's the dream. But it's going to be your turn. Yeah, yeah so they're already they already know they gotta come dress to the tens um there's no games like i'm teaching my mom how to pose yes, everybody's getting hair and makeup done makeup by mandy
0: oh, and, <laughs>
1: <bye>. <laughs> yeah so that's the dream just this year for sure i need to book a tv show a movie everybody hear that get started yeah <laughs>
0: You will. You will. Cause you, you look how far you've come and you've stayed persistent and you're, you're following what you love, which is yeah. like, what is most important. That's what I want everybody to take away from at least my podcast or mm-hmm. whatever conversation they hear is that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to ask for yes. help. Our mistakes, if you want to call them that experiences, that's what shapes mm-hmm. us and molds us to where we're supposed to be. Yeah. But it's like, just never give up and just follow what you love. Like,
1: that's yeah. what I try to always tell people. Like, do, exactly. do what you love. The best messages I get, like, on social media are like, thank you for sharing that. You know, this inspired me, whether it's a workout video or like my daily devotionals or like, hey, I heard you talk about therapy. Do you mind sharing what app you use? And I'm just like, I'll drop everything. Just like, you should, sh- could you share that? You do an app? You do an app for therapy? Yeah. I use better help. Okay, cool.
0: So better help.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was in person before the pandemic. I do like Same. that better, but you know, it's not gotten back to normal. So I've just gotten used to like the phone calls and video calls, but, and I also want people to know it's not just like you only need therapy when you're going through no. something, continue it because then you're like releasing things kind of before and after they come up. And I realized How much it helped not just me, but, like, my friends and family not putting the weight on them with, like, venting. And because it would affect, like, even my grandma, my friends. It was just, like, I'd complain about this or what do I do about this? And I didn't realize that, like, it's taking a toll on them, too. Like, they want to be there for me. But they don't have the tools. They don't have the time. Like, so, yeah, I would say.
0: your mental health could affect another person's mental health. Right.
1: I, I tell everybody I think everybody should do therapy. Yeah, I really think so.
0: It's it's amazing. It helps you realize yeah. who you are and you're working your way through your life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so like it's a privilege if you can. Like even my app, like um, cause it can get expensive, don't get me wrong, and yeah. not all insurance covers it, but they have like a income based payment plan that's really cool that i saw in there where it's like yeah if you really can't afford it like they work out plans to like make sure people can at least try it
0: well you know what brandy this is why i'm doing my podcast because it's like a free mental health therapy session Mm -hmm. so that's like my goal i want people to be able to come to my podcast and listen to people like you and other people and walk away with like inspiration and like tools in order to help them like with their mental health or whatever they're going through i love that so i appreciate you being here
1: Yes, thank, thank you. you
0: for having me. I can't no, wait to you. see where this goes. Yes, yes. Yeah. And if you could just tell everybody uh, where they can find you and if you don't mind spelling it out for our listeners as well. And you just-
1: yes. Um, so all of my social media is Love Brandy Marie um, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and that's L O V E B R A N D I M A R I E so long sorry <laughs> <laughs> actually the
0: guest before had a way longer really way longer okay, don't feel bad. yeah no no it's okay don't feel bad again thank you so so much <laughs> thank you yes no problem everybody take care of yourselves. yes okay, please sorry, no that. no please please <laughs> take care of yourselves that's what's mo- most important Yes. And I'm your host, Amanda Terry. I also go by Makeup Mandy. That is with an I. You can find me on all platforms at Makeup underscore Mandy. Again, that's with an I. Please follow our podcast page on Instagram. It is Makeup Your Mind. Again, that's Makeup Your U R Mind underscore podcast. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us five stars. Thank you so, so much for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you. Bye.